Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily, Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following the podcast. Of course, our video feed, 94WIP. Check it out on YouTube. We put a bunch of videos there between on-air at WIP, some of the open shows, morning, midday, afternoon, and, of course, um, our podcast, a lot on the video feed, 94WIP. Check it out. YouTube page tomorrow, have up NFL picks. It's the best weekend of the NFL season tomorrow. I mean, I, I wish the Eagles were there. We all do. But in terms of quality of play, in terms of the games, and this year, you know, maybe more bigger spreads than normal. But just, it's the, I think it's the best week of football year. So that'll be on the feed tomorrow. Today, though, I want to get into an opportunity I hope is not missed by the Eagles. And we still await, and maybe we'll have news soon today. I mean, I hope the um, the weather does impact the impending meeting between Jeffrey Lurie and and uh, Nick Sirianni. But it's soon we'll have some news on their meeting now. Whether Jeff Lurie takes what he hears today and makes a decision over the weekend, who knows. Or he hears something today and he's like, yeah, you're back. And we get one of those Friday news dumps. I don't know what's going to happen with the Eagles. But I do know there is an opportunity still out there that I'm afraid they're going to miss. And that is to go get Bill Belichick. You know, sometimes opportunity knocks in life and you you have to be ready to answer the door. And the Eagles right now have an opportunity not just to upgrade from Nick Sirianni, to move on from Nick Sirianni, but to get the greatest coach of all time. And I can't believe the pushback that I've heard at the idea of Bill Belichick. It it just blows me away. I believe this is the opportunity the Eagles need to take advantage of. And even if Sirianni has done an okay or a good job or a satisfactory job the last three years, there's an opportunity to upgrade with the greatest coach out there. And as we record this, there's still a lot of smoke. The Atlanta Falcons are going to be the spot for Bill Belichick. But I, I keep wondering why it hasn't happened yet. You know, they have complied with the Rooney rule. They have interviewed other candidates. So it's not just like a one person thing. Jim Harbaugh, uh, Brian Johnson. I mean, they, they've really run the gamut of different candidates. So Atlanta can hire someone. Why hasn't Bill taken the job yet? They clearly are pursuing him the hardest. And I have two theories that the Eagles are being used kind of as leverage to get him all the power he wants in Atlanta and all the money he wants and whatever he wants. And they'll probably give it to him anyway. But, you know, you better do this. Otherwise, the Eagles may come knocking on my door in, in, in a minute and a half. Or the other side of this, and this is, is in the back of my mind, that maybe Bill is waiting to see if the Eagles come open. And they should come open. Let's look, go through the case here for why the Eagles should go get Bill Belichick. And I'll, I'll try to knock down some of the reasons that I've heard that they shouldn't. Okay, I understand Bill Belichick's last few seasons have not been good. Playoffs three years ago, but routed in the first round by the Bills in that ice game, that cold game up there in Buffalo. 
And Mac Jones, you know, that was kind of the moment he started to really look exposed as a legitimate big-time NFL quarterback. Had a nice rookie year, but he was bad that day. Then they fall backwards last year, and then they fall on their face this year. That was the last three years. Go look at Andy Reid's last three years here in Philadelphia. Go look at the records. Go look at the, the trajectory. It's eerily similar to what Belichick just had his last three years in New England. The idea that Belichick's done, that he can't coach anymore, that this is over. Andy Reid was the same thing. And I believe all those years ago, the Eagles made a mistake firing Andy Reid. And, you know, as they've chased success and chased stability since Andy, it was right there. They moved on. In retrospect, it's like, why did they do that? I understand that what was going on in the moment. I know he went 4-12 and 12 his last year here. Maybe everyone needed a break and a separation period. That's fine. But he reinvented himself and got up off the mat and has cemented himself as one of the five greatest coaches in NFL history. Belichick's not done. Just because he made some poor decisions as a GM and just because he got the quarterback situation dead wrong with Mac Jones doesn't mean he can't coach anymore. His defenses have still been more than viable, more than viable. And as we saw this year, if you have any, you have any questions about his football acumen, he set the blueprint for the entire season for the NFL for how they defended Jalen Hurts. He did it in week one. That, that was Bill Belichick. He was the guy that showed blitz him, blitz him, blitz him, and the offense has no answer. So I have no doubt Belichick can rebound from where he was, just like Andy Reid rebounded from where he was. The Eagles made a mistake with Reid all those years ago. They, they've been chasing him in, in almost like a ghost version of him ever since Doug and, and Sirianni. They, they want this. And now they have a chance to, you know, like, there's the, this is the best coach to hit the market since Reid did in 2012. And they could go get him and bring him here to Philadelphia. Second thing, you know, the Eagles like to overcorrect. They like to right wrongs. And I think about when they drafted Jalen Hurts, they, they referenced, and very openly, that they made a mistake with Russell Wilson. Not the current Russell Wilson, but the young Russell Wilson. They wanted him. They almost drafted him. Andy and, and you know, they messed it up in that front office because they thought they could wait, and they didn't get him. And they, they regretted it for the better part of, of almost a decade. And now you go back to this Andy thing and, and comparing it to Bill, they, they could write that wrong. They haven't had stability at head coach, like guy they could trust and, and feel like he knows what he's doing, doesn't need help since Andy. They haven't had it. And bringing in Bill Belichick can restabilize the organization. He could do that in a significant way. They overcorrected with Jalen to fix the Russell Wilson era, and now they could do it now with Bill Belichick. And then you think about their fascination a little bit here with the Patriot way. Belichick obviously had all that success in New England, beat the Eagles, lost the Eagles. We know the story. Jeff Fleury almost bought the New England Patriots. He's a Boston guy. He, he's had to watch from afar to the team he almost bought and the success they've had. He wanted the Eagles to be the gold standard. Well, in this time period, the Patriots have been the gold standard. And you think about a couple of years ago when the Eagles went on their interview process to land on Sirianni, the runner-up was Josh McDaniels. So obviously there's a fascination there with the Patriot way, with the Belichick way, with a Belichick tree type of thing. They liked McDaniels and his ideas for offense. That was three years ago. Well, guess what? If Bill Belichick is here, we all know who his offensive coordinator is going to be. It's going to be Josh McDaniels. And part of the reason I think he fell off the last couple of years in New England was because, yeah, Mac Jones wasn't the right quarterback. We know that now. But also, McDaniels wasn't there. He left to become a head coach, finally did, after all those years of, of kind of beating around the bush and maybe I'll stay, maybe I'll go and lying to the Colts and all that. He left. He went to, to uh, Las Vegas to be the head coach. He's a bad head coach. But we've seen 
so many times in NFL history, there are bad head coaches that are wonderful coordinators. And Josh McDaniels is a wonderful coordinator. I would take him here in a second under Bill Belichick to run this offense with Jalen Hurts at quarterback uh, without a question. Like we have this negative view on Josh McDaniels and like, oh, they're going to bring in Belichick and McDaniels. Yeah, I've been like, I'll take that in a heartbeat because it wins. It's a winning combination. McDaniels could be the offensive version of what Wade Phillips was all those years ago as a, as a head coach who failed, but he was really a defensive coordinator. We see this time and again. Vance Joseph, and we, we could go through a million of these guys. Rex Ryan was always better anyway as a defensive mind than he was a head coach. There, there's countless examples. Buddy Ryan. We go through this NFL history. There's so many examples of guys that are actually more tailored to be a coordinator than they are a coach. Organization, leadership, but when they have one side of the football and they can work with a quarterback, they could really succeed. So, Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus well, yeah, the idea of the Eagles interviewing and having as one of their finalists, McDaniels, a couple years ago, that gives me a sense they like what that's that kind of style. They like what they heard from him. And that guy, I would imagine, would be Bill Belichick's offensive coordinator. And then, you know, when you think about pros and cons of any kind of hire, one of the things with the Eagles always in our minds is how does that guy work with Howie Roseman? I heard Julian Edelman yesterday or a couple of days ago on The Herd on Fox Sports 1, a Colin Cowherd show, talking about how Bill Belichick respects Howie Roseman. He respects anyone who does their job well. That's his, that's his big thing. It's not about who you are, where you came from. Are you good at what you do? If you are, I want you on my side. And there's, yes, there's reasons to wonder about the Belichick-Howie dynamic. And could there be a butting of heads there? Of course there could. I mean, that, that happened with Chip Kelly. It, it probably happened with Doug. I'm not sure if Sirianni has any sort of pull to, to have it happen here, but it's happened. We know that. It probably happened when Andy, when, when Howie was young. But that's the negative. That's the con. What about the pro? Like, I get it. They could butt heads. What if they work together? You, I, I believe it would be the best head coach, general manager combination in pro football history. And then there's been some good ones. I mean, you go back to what they had in the 80s with Bill Walsh and, and the great front office they had there, Hall of Famers in San Francisco. But I believe this would be the best one. When you factor in Howie's ability and to do what he does in terms of extracting value, the cap trades and Belichick's ability to coach. If those guys got on the same page and he could clearly define for Howie what he wants and what he needs for his defense and what he wants and what he needs and, and McDaniels needs on offense. If he's the coordinator to get the most out of Jalen hurts and to go win football games, Howie could find it for the best price. There's no question in my mind that those it's a dream team combination that yes, has some combustibility, but it is, also the potential for dynamite football. I mean, dynamite. 
where they get Bill what he asked for and they get it in a way that they could find value, that they could find this draft pick here. Or they know that team's going to take that guy. Like, Howie's never really had that. He's never really had someone that so clearly defines what he wants and then how he could do what he does so well to find that for him. That is an unbelievable potential combination that I want to see here. And the other thing I, I thought about and why they, they – I just think they'll regret it if they don't do it is the Eagles have been searching since Andy left for someone, I think, to show them the way. They think they have an idea of the right formula in terms of pass the football, explosive plays, how to handle the cap, the quarterback situation in terms of rolling it over and, and how to structure contracts. The Eagles have a lot of smart ideas with Jeff and Howie. But culturally, day-to-day football, like that stuff, I don't think they've had something sustainable since Andy left. Bill could show it to them. I understand he's 72 years old. He's not going to be here for 15 years. He could show it to them, and it could be left, a blueprint for, for the way an organization should run within the football department, not just the not just the upstairs stuff, but it, to marry those two things, that's something they've been searching here for a long time. I think it'd be an incredible you know, possibility for the Eagles to explore. And the, and the last thing on this is, you know, I always hear those stories of wide receivers. It's always wide receivers, seems like. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is the most recent one. And we'll bring Tucker on in a second to give his thoughts on Bill. But Amon Ross St. Brown is one of those guys who has a list, right? He wrote down the names of all the wide receivers taken ahead of him. I think Tom Brady did it with those quarterbacks in 1999. And it's like a chip on their shoulder. Well, I feel like we will have a chip on our shoulder as a fan base, as a city, if the Eagles pass on Bill Belichick and Bill may Tom Brady did this a few years ago. Remember that whole story that came out? Like you, you kept that bleep guy instead of me because not many teams actually pursued Tom Brady in 2020 when he ended up with the Bucs. This feels very similar to me to where it's like, wait a second, the Atlanta Falcons, are the only team that's really going after Bill Belichick, the Cowboys kept Mike McCarthy. The Eagles may keep, keep Nick Sirianni. I believe they would regret it. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity within the middle of a, of a championship contention window to get the greatest coach of all time. And all it takes is moving on from Sirianni and throwing some money at Bill Belichick and getting him here for an interview. I, I think the Eagles would regret this. And next year when Bill's in the playoffs with the Falcons and the Eagles slip to eight and nine and fire Sirianni, we may look back and say, Oh my goodness gracious. They had a chance to get Belichick and they kept Sirianni. I think they would regret it. Tucker, what do you think here as um, the Eagles have a decision to make on Sirianni and Bill Belichick, is still sitting out there. Yeah, and it's pretty crazy because I think just about any team with a head coaching opportunity would say Bill Belichick is the guy we want to to fill it, right? Like it, it's hard to get somebody with a better resume than Bill Belichick. Probably impossible when you look at the the Super Bowls and how close he is to breaking Don Shula's record. But the one thing I keep thinking about with this team is there there really are, are two issues. I think that kind of cratered them in 2023 and may cost. Nick Sirianni, his job is the first is the offense and how stale and, and just lame the, the scheme was towards the end of the season. And the second is the culture in the locker room. The fact that this team flat out quit, you might say they didn't, they gave a lot of lip service, you know, during locker cleanout day on, on Tuesday saying, Oh no, we believe in, in Nick Sirianni turn on the tape from Monday night and tell me those guys believe in Nick Sirianni. Like, come on that I, I don't need, to hear Fletcher Cox say, oh, we really believed him. Even though Fletcher Cox did play well on Monday, I, I don't necessarily believe that showed up on the field on Monday. And to me, the culture in the locker room is the biggest issue because this is something that this team's had to deal with really since Andy left, right? 
the team quit on ship after two years and maybe rightfully so, but that happened with Doug. They seemed to quit on Carson Wentz. They seemed to really give up on Doug towards the end. And now it's happening again with Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. Like this is the third regime under Howie Roseman where locker room culture and buy-in has become an issue in a relatively short time. And the one guy who I don't think has ever really had that issue, even though he didn't have a ton of success, Bill Belichick, go watch those Patriots teams the last few weeks. So even when they were eliminated, they were still playing hard. They were still buying in. The defense was still playing sound football and weren't missing a, a million tackles every game. To me, that's the biggest issue with this team and with this franchise moving forward. And if you can go out and hire a guy who pretty much copyrighted the Patriot way, do your job, has an entire you know list of things that he's able to do to create a culture that works and sustains winning, I don't know if there's a better fit in the world. Like when I think about who they could hire and, you know, maybe, you know, Mike Vrabel would be able to help the the culture, or maybe if you go out and hire Ben Johnson, he'd be able to help with the offense. Bill Belichick does culture better than anybody. So if that's your issue with this team, it's hard to find or hard to imagine a, a better fit than him. Yeah. And the one thing that I didn't mention that we didn't mention yet, but it fits all in with this and the culture stuff is Jalen Hurts. And where is he at right now? And I believe my theory has been this whole week that Jalen Hurts gave up on Nick Sirianni, that he doesn't believe he knows what he's talking about. And I, and I, there's been a, a way of painting Hurts the last few days that he's not the leader we thought, that he's not the guy we thought. Forget his play. His play's got to be better. I mean, in terms of a leader, in terms of the person he is, all that. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to he was this guy with Nick Saban. He was this guy with Lincoln Riley. He was this guy with Doug Peterson. And he was this guy when Sirianni had Steichen and had better coaching staff around him. I believe Jalen Hurts responds to coaching. I believe he responds to coaching he respects. He, he and Nick Saban are like this. I mean, Nick Saban basically was in tears celebrating Jalen Hurts for what he did as a teammate and as a player when he came back in after staying that full year when Tua got hurt. I mean, Saban and Belichick, they're, they're two peas in a pot. And I believe he would respect and he would follow through on the culture that Belichick wants to set here. And I don't believe we give up on Bill Belichick. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following the podcast. The Eagles would regret not going after Bill Belichick. They need to do it. lot to do. A lot of news coming out with the Eagles, I'm sure. We'll react to it all. NFL picks in your feed tomorrow. Appreciate everyone subscribing to WIP Daily.